and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 344. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, and then we'll be discussing recent episodes of Lucifer, Timeless, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, New Girl, Speechless, and The Blacklist. Plus, a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end, maybe. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 344. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Ray. And she's Ray. And she is Ray. Today, anyway. Today, she's Ray, guys. You don't have a sister Faye, do you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Or May. Oh, my God. <laughs> A, bro- a brother Jay. Yep, this is gonna be <laughs> not that I know of for today, you guys. In the news, which I always want to sing as in the navy. You know, I don't actually know if that's the melody of the song by the village people, but also a fitting topic of conversation. Village people. In the news, in the navy, Amazon has renewed Bosch for a fourth season. They have, and season three is. I think still in production. It's Well, I like t- uh, Titus Welliver. So season three, you still have to look forward to. But if you like that, you you know that there's a fourth one coming. AMC has renewed The Walking Dead for an eighth season of 16 episodes. And The Walking Dead season seven premieres, what, next weekend? This weekend? Soon? Yeah, this coming weekend, the 23rd. Someday. Someday. <laughs> when I'm off the low. Uh, CBS has picked up Bull... Kevin can wait and MacGyver for full seasons. I'd just like to point out that in my review of MacGyver, I wrote, this is going to last seven seasons and outlive us all. <laughs> and it might, given the ratings that it's getting on a Friday night. Exactly. It's- Peter well, I mean, he's a baby, so he has time to mature <laughs> into a better actor. Um, <laughs> Probably not that, but... Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Kevin can wait and Bull, whatever. I'm, I'm fine with Bull. I mean, they're all... I mean, Bull's their number one rated new show. and None of this is a surprise to me, yeah, friends. Ke- Kevin Can Wait is the number one new comedy, although it will be interesting to see next week when it's all by itself and not following Big Bang Theory. Not a surprise that they've picked any of those up for the for the rest of the season. I mean, I was surprised to actually see that, that MacGyver was doing as well. I mean, I knew it was doing Gangbusters, pretty good, friends. but I didn't know it was doing that well. On a Friday night, mm-hmm. exactly. which is bizarre because it's not good. Fox has picked up my new favorite show, Lethal Weapon, for full season of 18 episodes. Guys, it's better than it has any right to be. I'm totally in love with Clayne Crawford. And Damon Wayans retweeted me. So <laughs> me and Lethal Weapon are best friends now. Like, I watch the comedies I want to watch on Wednesday. No, that's not even true. I watch the Goldbergs. I then watch Survivor. And then all the other stuff that's on... I chose Lethal Weapon. So, oh, I watched Designated Survivor too because, duh, Keeper, duh. Um, no, I didn't watch it on Wednesday. You don't care about that. But the point is, <laughs> I really like. The point is, is it's one of the first things that you get to on a, in a given week. So, because you you're finding it entertaining and fun to watch. Exactly. What better can you get from your TV than it being entertaining and fun to watch? Exactly. Exactly. MTV has renewed Scream for a third season while moving my favorite show loosely exactly in a cold of Friday night. So screw you, MTV. They've also... It's like six episodes or something, right? Yeah, cut the episode order and changed the showrunners again. Apparently they they went from like eight to 12 episodes or something like that from season one to two and changed showrunners. And then now they're going from 12 to six and changing showrunners again. Yeah, because it's not a good show. That's why. That's MTV for you. And then Sci-Fi has renewed Van Helsing for a second season. I don't have anything to add. And this is sad news. TNT has canceled Murder in the First after three seasons. I really like that show. So that's our news. And now it's prime time. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Lucifer. Oh, I have, I have a show to add to reality. Too. Lucifer, <clears throat> season two, episode three, Sin Eater. I mean, what we all want to know, Amory, is... She's a terrible actress, you guys. <laughs> but I love Lucifer. I love the show unrelentingly, unabashedly. It's the best. And it's not just my love for the showrunner. I actually enjoy the show very much. I think that Tom Ellis is so goddamn charming. 
so charming. I want to spend all my time with him. And Trixie is the best child on TV. What do you guys think of Lucifer and perhaps this episode in um, specifically? <laughs> what is going on? I'm in having sp- trouble. In specifically? <laughs> guys. Well, I agree with you about Tom Alice. Less so about the show. I mean, <laughs> I like Lucifer. I'm not caring for whatever's happening this season. Mm. So much so that, like, I and I guess I enjoy episodes, but I mostly just kind of want to fast forward to Lucifer scenes. Well, certain scenes, I guess. Uh, this helper. <laughs> I said Possibly. it. I'll say it. I always say it. I will repeatedly say it. Possibly, um, I but saying this- it through the teeth I have. Saying it through my teeth. This, um, I don't know what it is. I think maybe the the stuff that's going on is too slow for me. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't really matter because I removed my series recording. Oh no, Ray! Every once in a while, I'll check in with it, and if you guys, if I am listening to the chatter and everybody's like, "Oh my god, it got great again," I'll watch. But as much as I enjoy him, I was like watching the episode going I like 90% of this episode I don't care about <laughs> like I guess I'm not into whatever's happening as far as the mystery of the season which I'm not sure I mean I guess his mother I don't know maybe it's because of her Amory look at me admitting like, here like why she's there <laughs> admitting or... here for everybody that Trisha Helfer is not a great actor yeah then I'm not enjoying her in this role for sure well I, I just don't know maybe. I don't understand yes Jason, I don't why she's there. And I don't know if it's that or something about the dynamic is off a little. And I'm just like, not as compelling. I can't tell whether she's pulling a long con or. Yeah, if she's there for nefarious purposes or. I mean, she did seem to be pretty enamored with finding out that she has sort of like superpowers. Powers, right. I did love her line read of, do people actually choose whatever your life, like when he threatened to kill her? That made me laugh. See, I do understand some of her line reads, guys. I do get her sometimes. I don't know. I, I still, I mean, she's taken over a person and it's a relative. Who's, who's, yeah, who's, who's not dead. Who's relatively well known and is not dead, but yet, but we found out, didn't she have like a husband and kids? Yeah. Yep. And also was at the, you know, working at this law firm. Wouldn't somebody at the law firm or the family like still like wonder like where she is? Especially because she's using credit cards, right? Yeah. Or whatever she's doing. And so and that's one of those things that feels weird because you're like, wouldn't, I mean, when she shows up and she's sort of a recognizer or whatever at the, you know, at the police station or whatever. And, but yeah, it's just, it's just weird. It just seems like somebody would be questioning like what is going on there and and you can't tell from i don't know different scenes like the her introduction like the way that episode ends it almost seems like she has a, you know <laughs> ulterior motives or whatever but then like everything else is all yeah this might be where amory's she's not a good actress yeah. <laughs> every everything else is just all weird you know with like what is she doing there like what is going on i have I don't know. That whole storyline has has lost me. I don't like that she's taking away from the Chloe and Lucifer relationship because to me they are yes, the strong part of the show and they need to be focusing on them. And I do like Ella, the new crime scene girl, um cuz she mm-hmm. does have some funniness, but I it's like one of those things where like why did they need all of these new people? I agree. I wish and that I feel Maeve like it's and diluted Trixie would have relationships together. Because Maze and Trixie are amazing together. When she offered her whiskey in last season, that episode, <laughs> is this a Shirley Temple? And she's like, yeah. And Trixie's like, cool, I'm in. <laughs> I love them. I love, I made a friend today. <laughs> I just love them. So really, I, I still like, obviously love the show, but I wish it was what it was in season one, less so, or more so than what it is now. So they just really need to kind of right the ship or get to the point. Like, they can do what they're doing, but make it faster. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, they, they need to do something. And yeah, I, I agree, too, with the, 
I mean, I was never enamored with the show as much as anybody else here in the first season, but the best parts were his interactions with, you know, with, with some of these people. And now we're getting all of these extra things. Although I do enjoy, like you said, the new, I do kind of like the new crime scene person or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, his interactions with her have been kind of funny as well. So, but overall it does seem like all of a sudden there was just a bunch of, a bunch of new people. Yeah. And and like we've said, not sure, not sure why. Overall, I'm not sure that it's it's additive, especially when you have no, you know, idea going going forward. And I don't think that I don't know. There's something about TV shows that think they have to have some big, you know, have to have some mystery or something. When what they really just need is interesting characters and storylines without. Yeah, we could know why she was there, and it would still be it could, would still potentially be interesting watching them play off of each other. If you know, you know, even if you know the competing, you know, the potentially competing uh, reasons why people are doing things or whatever, right? And you know, it doesn't necessarily uh, take away from it. And every time you hide something with some sort of mystery, the longer you do it as we've talked about before, the better it needs to be. Which, by the way, I don't know what's going on with What's-His-Face. Amenadiel? Yes. But I feel like they feel like I know what's going on, and I don't. Well, you know, I kind of agree with that assessment. I don't quite know what's happening there either. Yeah, well, he, he seems to be losing his abilities, but you're not sure, is it because he's been around Chloe as well, and... Yeah. But you would think that maybe Maze would start having problems or something. I just something, mean, but... like, it feels like they, like, like I feel like the writers feel like they've expressed to us what's going on there yeah. in some unspoken way. And I'm like, no, I don't understand. I mean, I get the losing abilities thing, but I don't understand any of the rest of it. So I'm just like, I would be probably interested in this storyline if I understood a little bit more what's going on. Instead, you give all this other time to everybody else. Right. Uh, if they got to uh-huh. him maybe figuring out why, I mean, cause that's just another thing that you're wondering, like what's going on is, is why is he losing his abilities? Why is the mom there? Right. But none of it's interesting enough on its own without. No, I don't think it's bad. I just, no, I get it. It was just like, all right, well, <laughs> I'll come back to it once everybody says that it, like if these things come to fruition, and I probably will watch every once in a while because he is a good-looking man. So, and he sings real well, too. He does. So that is Lucifer. Timeless. Season 1, Episode 2, The Assassination of Abraham Lincoln. If Dr. Kovac turns out to be her father, I am just... <laughs> Who's Dr. Kovac? Um, it's... I don't oh, know right. Yes. Flynn. I was thinking you're sorry. I wasn't thinking you are, but I'm thinking, I know, I know, you know, I get it I'm with you. I sadly totally knew exactly who she was talking just, about. As soon as, as soon as I said the word, who's Dr. Kovac out loud, I was like, oh, you mean Luca from ER. Okay, I'm on board. Sorry. Um, yeah. No. I don't know who these characters' names are yet. Think about that, actually. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm going to, I'm going to be annoyed. Yeah. I guess because I don't need any more daddy mysteries on my TV shows. <laughs> I get it. It's funny that you say that. I didn't even think about it. But so the first episode, I was like, fine, it's fine. Whatever. And Matt Lanter's there. Like, I was really proud of that one throwaway line that I wrote. You know, it's, you know, Abigail Spencer's great. I love Malcolm Barrett. And Matt Lanter's there. Um, but I actually found myself in this season one, episode two episode. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> where it was going, how it was going to resolve, really, really buying into her dilemma and surprisingly interested in what's going to happen next week. So I would agree with that assessment to some degree. Okay. I feel like this is who I am today. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm into the show still. Like I'm enjoying the show, Mm -hmm. except for maybe the historical, hmm. I don't know if it's really the historical part because I really wasn't sure what they would do to change things because we've clearly seen that they the show at least is following through with when they do something that causes a ripple, right? 
Right. So, which is great because it means that you aren't sure when you're watching, will, will they change something or, you know what I mean? Like just even being there, they change it obviously. So I, I think that part is great, but some of that stuff when they're in the past, I get a little, I don't know that they've nailed it for me yet. Um, like, I feel like they're just depending on you being interested in seeing like that part of history play out more so than actually coming up with an interesting story for what they're dealing, what they're doing while they're in the past, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think the interesting things that they are doing with that in the, in the past stuff is the idea of, of changing stuff or keeping the status quo and cause not knowing like they're talking about, you know, saving Abraham Lincoln from the assassination, but we don't really know, like, if that would have happened, if things really would be like markedly better, right? You know, or, or how that may have, you know, changed things uh, for everything else. So I think those conversations and stuff like that are, you know, are interesting. I also like the idea that, you know, they are changing things just by being there. They're, you know, they might be smaller changes or bigger changes. Or I like that they gave an explanation that made sense for why she was still around, but her sister wasn't. Uh, And Mm -hmm. uh, that was good. Uh, The one thing that bothers me so far is, is two episodes in, is I get it sort of on the first one, you know, as sort of a... A, a rush or whatever, but I mean, I guess it's always sort of a rush to get there. But could they not come up with a name for their <laughs> for who they are and and a minimal backstory before they head back? It seems bizarre that they decide to just jump in and go. Um, I thought Juliet Shakespeare was amazing, <laughs> and that now there's a school named after her is amazing. Well, yeah, I think. I mean that. <laughs> That's that's fine, but they, you still could have got the school named after and stuff like that if they had come up with the. It just seems bizarre to me that they're coming up with their names on the fly in the moment because they happen to run into somebody, while everything else, period, clothing and money and all this other stuff is thought through. But then they hop in, the, and nobody's thought to think of like, what are we going to call ourselves or what are we going to say if we have to actually inter- interact with somebody. I feel like they aren't have they like they they are establishing that they don't have time to really do that. The one thing I will I will say is it's like they don't it's like they don't think that they'll have to interact with anybody. Yeah, like clearly right, both times right. gone back. <laughs> I mean, maybe that could just be growing pains. Maybe that'll be something that gets added into it as they realize you know they're having to go back more than once. You know, they keep hoping that they're gonna you know fix or do whatever. Right. I mean, I will say they are like they're making little asides like that's the thing I think is growing pains and they'll they'll get better at because even like we should get some paperweights like <laughs> they had paperweights like five what four seasons of the three seasons of the flash now and they still don't have them so like I think that it's I think that they've established that they have to get to the past very quickly they have to like they're to me that doesn't bother me I kind of like seeing them come up with things on the fly because they can say like, we're Dr. Dre and Nurse Jackie. Like I thought that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of here for it and I'm surprised at how here for it I am. And I may be giving up on it, but this is the rare second episode of a show in a long time that I've thought, okay, this is better than the pilot to me. And now I'm actually on board because most anything I've liked lately, I've liked going forward. Anything I've disliked, you know, the second episode hasn't changed my mind. So that's my thoughts on Timeless. I, I really like Abigail Spencer. I think she's really good. She cries really well. Matt Lanter was better in this episode. That's what I have. All right. Moving on. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, season four, episode four, The Night Shift. I feel like we can't talk about one without the other. So New Girl, season six, episode four, Homecoming. Um, I saw someone say on Twitter that they thought the New Girl half of this quote-unquote crossover was better she said question uh, mark. okay <laughs> do they watch new girl all the time <laughs> were they basing it on that there were more characters from the other ones that showed up i didn't go into it because i thought they were idiots but because i watch i've watched every episode of new girl and every episode of brooklyn 99 and brooklyn 99 was far better and maybe for the reason that it only had minimal jests well, that was the whole thing is that 
to me, I thought this was such a weak crossover mm-hmm. is the little bit of attachment of having him borrow the car and, and stuff. That was kind of a, a humorous interaction and stuff like that. And then in the other episode, we see what led up to her having that car and, you know, what happens afterwards. But all of that was so... Convoluted? Well, it was it was not good. Like, the the whole thing of, of like, her and Chelsea Peretti, nothing. Yeah. She handed her some forms, and then there was, like, one other line, and then... And then it was her talking with the captain for no apparent reason whatsoever, really, in the in what was going on unnecessarily. And can I ask a stupid question? Always. <laughs> sure. <'Cause I'm> me. <laughs> Here's what I don't understand: is that the captain's back to being the captain, and yet they're still stuck on the night thing because of the other captain. I didn't think about that. Well, he's like the, I don't know, I guess he's the night shift captain. I don't know if they have. Maybe it has something to do with Kira Sedgwick. Well, I think they, <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know, I think they might. I don't know if you have two different shifts. I don't, it's not the same captain the whole time. Like, they're not. Yeah, but I, I think 60. your captain just doesn't work at night. Like, I don't think you're, I mean, maybe, I guess, I just, I just we have never seen a, a second captain in the nine nine before. So it, it just threw me yeah. off where I was like, I don't understand why they still have to work the night shift. If the captain is back to being <laughs> captain. Anyway, this is unrelated. Um, it's a yes. tangent. That's not related to this at all, but how many appetizers to order between two people is too many appetizers. <laughs> I just looked at a, I just looked at a menu for somewhere Kurt and I are going and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things on the appetizer list that I want. Order them all. I'm going to order them all. Yeah, you just just get all of those, and it just becomes more of a tapas meal than uh Anyway, that was not important, but that was the segue to say that I'm going to Chicago with Kurt. So what even happened? I, I will say that I do love any time Winston does something – Winston does something so dumb. It, except that I thought that was the worst. No, I thought the two of them, oh, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. And then there was a delay. It was amazing. Yeah, I – but but I think that all fed into, like, that was a whole other thing that they happened to have another person from yeah. the 99 come by with his son. And it just felt like they didn't have any good actual reason for, to do any of this other, to tie anything into. The only thing good about the New Girl episode was them running into Coach. Running into Coach? Street at yes. the end. <laughs> that was my favorite, where he was like, you guys are going to... <laughs> and they're all just like, uh. um, I did like what he's like. No, it's cool. I've been in LA a bunch of times. I just, I would prefer these two shows to stay away from each other. I mean, I get the idea like that of having them, you know, they're on the same night now they're and doing a crossover, but I not, might appreciate if you I have... don't need a crossover completely again, but I might appreciate Jake being in LA and running into Jess and just being like you again. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. I don't need anything more than that. So thanks, Fox. Yeah, yeah like me. like a case has takes him to. I mean, we see that all the time. As long TV as he shows, travels with Captain Holt, yeah. because it's a, it needs to be a Beverly Hills type thing, yeah. Beverly Hills Cop type situation happening. Well, that would totally that would totally have to happen if it was Jake involved. It would have to be some sort of absolutely movie reference or something. So, I mean. We're already coming up with a better crossover idea than they I'm have. so over Charles' son. I am as well. I'm over it. I'm over yeah. most things involving Charles's weird, weird personal life. So, yeah. Was I mean, it the I beginning thought... of this episode that Charles had the tips? That was funny. I think it was. That was really <laughs> funny. He's like, nope, I see it now. I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that those tips were not even, like, my, going back to the first episode of the season where he just had them and they didn't mention them and they didn't talk about them. He just had this hairstyle. Yeah. Like that was, was one of my favorite <laughs> things about them being in Florida. That was just part of his undercover persona. <laughs> it is amazing. I just love Brooklyn nine, nine. And I think I like it more every time I watch it. New girl. I'm just kind of sloughing through to the end here. Yeah. New girl is a, is, a, is one of those shows that I keep watching for some reason. Yeah. And I'm not sure why. I mean, I guess it's because I do like some of the characters and stuff like that. And every once in a while, they do have a funny episode or or a funny storyline within 
an episode. Cece and Schmidt are the only parts of that show I like. <laughs> yes, and I especially like Cece fighting with Nora Dunn. Yeah. I like Schmidt's mom, you know, sort of coming around at the end when Cece goes up to, you know, try and help Schmidt out. That's my daughter, yeah. yeah you know, so uh, that was pretty good. It's just a shell of its former self. Yeah, but that whole episode wasn't wasn't good and just it all of it felt forced. It just felt forced like yep. like some <laughs> it wasn't like one of the writers from one of the shows went, Oh, I have this really good idea. It was right. more like somebody from the broadcast network came down. What and said, happened was hey, Fox guys- said, Hey, you guys need better ratings and you're on the same night together. Let's try and Yeah. Yeah. Let's you guys need to uh, do a crossover and and that's what they came up with, which was not... Better luck next time, friends. Which was not great. Don't let there be a next time. Unless it's the Beverly Hills Cop Unless thing. Yes. <laughs> Unless you do Beverly Hills Cop, I don't want there to be a next time. Good call. Our next show, Speechless, episode... Nope, season one, episode four, <laughs> INS Inspirations. If anything, just to see Cedric Yarbrough get to do everything he got to do in this episode... <laughs> Yeah, that guy's hysterical, and I loved I loved him singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." I know it was in the trailer, so like everybody could see that in the promos, but I loved that. One, three strikes, you're out at the. Oh, I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah. I do like that it forced them to be like, "Oh, we were excited that we didn't have JJ around," and then they all felt guilty yeah. about it when they were like, "This was the best day ever." But I didn't mean that, and I love how she fell on her ass right away when she was ice skating. And they were like, I loved his, she got the point across before that happened, right? And they were like, yeah, yeah. I also yeah, love the construction workers going, why are we still doing Yeah, this? exactly. What are we still here for? And they just leave. Uh, can we agree that that kid is such, he's so good. Yeah, a... He's emotionally, you know, he's got emotional weight there. I just. Yeah, I, I love the whole thing where it was supposed to be, you know, it was supposed to be like his day and then. Their cheesy grins at everybody they ran into, yeah. and then they fi- then they see like what what's going on, and then and then all of a sudden it switches over to him taking advantage of of the oh, yeah. situation to get to do things that he wants to do, and he's like, "Oh man, the Rolling Sorry. Stones concert, yeah." <laughs> and then you know the the whole the whole thing at the the end. I like the mom trying to you know spruce things up with a new board <laughs> with some new language mm-hmm. on it, you know, and. There's just been something in every episode that's literally made me laugh out loud. I just love Mini Driver, you guys. That catch and, and a, a lot of other stuff around it that's you know that's humorous and and I I just I really like this family and you know they're. I would like and, David Walton to do an episode so that David Walton and Mini Driver can have a scene together, and maybe he'll be eating. Ray, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Um, me thoughts. Uh, I enjoy it. It's funny. It's still on your list? It is still on my list. I have not removed it from my TV. And I guess you haven't cut the cord yet? <laughs> I have not cut the cord yet. <laughs> the hurricane interrupted my cord cutting, and I have not gotten back to that yet. Uh, so we'll see. I still haven't even called. <laughs> this was my favorite co- of the new comedies, and it's still... Nope, the good place. My You're favorite of the, of the new comedies. I'm not You're wrong. wrong. I'm not wrong that it's my favorite. That's, yeah. I'm not saying I didn't even say that it was um, I didn't even say that it was the best. I just said it was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no way I can be wrong about what I think my favorite is. So you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but apparently yeah. I'm wrong about that as well. You are. Uh, if we can't trust what you think, Jason, then we can't trust the way, what your opinion is. So Exactly. I don't there's not been any other comedies. Uh, even even other stuff that I like, like Fresh Off the Boat and Blackish and Fresh Off the Boat, everything that I'm watching, there hasn't been anything even in those recently that has actually got me laughing at something. Um, that Evan's happens. love for going to school in the summer is one of the best thing best things that ever happened on TV. Fresh Off the Boat. <laughs> Until he finds out. That Until he finds out what he, happens when he goes. Even there. if your answer is correct, if you don't do it fast enough or loud enough, you get slapped in the face. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> that was funny. I'm an American citizen. Take me to my embassy. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing because he's amazing. My favorite new comedy is The Good Place. 
and that's that. But you're like the thing about speechless? speechless is I'm not I'm not watching Speechless Night of. It's definitely a DVR show for me. But you know, not a not a oh I have to watch this. Like when I was getting caught up, it wasn't a show that I was like ugh I have to watch this. You know what I mean? Is it sort of it fits in with the rest of the night and you're recording and watching most of the rest of the stuff too? So yeah, though that doesn't matter on Tuesdays. American Housewife. God, I hated that show. Yeah, that was not good. Because Katie Mixon is not fat, y'all. Oh. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm so mad about it. Um, What's with the voiceover on that show? It's just bad. Yeah. Sorry. So just look, climb on. What other shows suck? All of them? Yeah, I, I almost want to watch the second episode of that just to see if the voiceover is a thing or if it was just in the pilot. Just for the pilot. <laughs> uh, but yeah. But yeah, so that's speechless now we're going to move on and talk about the blacklist season four episode four gaia talk about a show i want to fast forward through some parts <laughs> they find the kid already and oh <laughs> uh, my friend just had a baby named agnes and their baby named agnes smiles all the time and has not been kidnapped that's good yeah i also don't care about mr kaplan being chained to a bed yeah. I like. Yeah. I like. I, I like exactly where that was going. I liked Earl the Angel from State of Grace. Is that what it was called? Saving Grace, Leon. But I don't care about that story. I'm glad she's not dead because I like her. But I'm glad she's not dead because I'd like to see what she does. Yeah, I think it, it, it in poses, return. Yeah, an interesting story down the road. But but right now, like, really. What are the odds that you get shot on a piece of land that's close to somebody? I mean, pretty good, actually, because he <laughs> talked about how the land was all isolated and nobody yeah. would know what was going on out there. So I think I actually think what's happening here is probably pretty common. <laughs> not common, but, you know, not that surprising. Yeah, However, she's not the first person that's been chained to that bed. Correct. However, I don't feel like I need to know what's happening there. Like, I think we all needed to see was that she was still alive and cut smash yeah. to... 15 episodes down the line when she suddenly shows up and Red has to pay the piper. I don't need to see the storyline about yeah. it. Yeah, the, yes. you don't need the last minute of the show. And is this all an elaborate way for... Is this argument between Tom and Liz going to be an elaborate way to get him off the show for when his show premieres? Um, well, something, sir. I, I, did keep, I do keep thinking, how is that show still happening? How are yeah. they... How are they going to do it? are they paving the road for this? Yeah, and I guess this fight was the start of it. Um... Um, I like I mean, the wrong you know, thing about love is based on some weird stuff anyway, but yeah, go their ahead, love sorry. is based on a lie. He Correct. tricked you into loving him. And then he said he didn't love you, but then he did love you. And then you got married and then had Agnes and then she was gone. Uh, I'm just recapping the whole series for those unsure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did like a, a Rom growing a backbone and telling her, you know what? Get out. Because all of a sudden she's jealous of his girlfriend and she was sleeping with wrestler who I love. Yes, good decision. But also, I think that getting Tom out of the picture sets up for a Liz and wrestler thing, which I think they're going to go there. And can we talk about how Ryan oh, Eggold's, Ryan Eggold's haircut this season is bomb? I love it. I I don't quite understand. I did expect after Aram said that to her that we were going to pan down and see that she had, her transfer request had been denied. Um, oh, that would have been a good. That would have been good. I mean, I actually get why she's angry. Oh, about Liz? Weird. I totally get that. Right. But it's weird to me that she's, like, taking it out on everybody else. Like, yeah. it's, like, a weird... Like, I, I would get why you're angry, and I also get why you don't understand why they're not angry, but not, yeah, like... totally. Yeah. Like, it, just be totally... Yeah, well, because some of the things have also been in that have been weird, too. Like, I get, like you said, being angry at Liz but not so much that you wouldn't want to participate in finding her baby. You know, like you're, or you wouldn't really want to help out with a, Right. In, in I feel like she's just happening. over Liz, Red, and everything that's yeah. going on with that. Right. And I don't totally disagree with that because I am so, this is what I meant by earlier saying. You're I'm over, over the daddy. <laughs> yeah. Pro, like, and I guess I just need an Based on the previews, perhaps we will get somewhere. I don't always trust them at this point, but yeah, some. A like, I would appreciate some kind of answer either way. Yeah, like whether he actually is, if Kirk right. is actually her father, and yeah, 
and what that actually means because I mean it does if that if that turns out to be true or all of this stuff it it does bring up the whole where he's you know he's told Liz that he's never lied to her well we know that's a lie and then yeah but but once you but once you get something like this that's like this big because a lot of times it most of the time it's just him not telling her anything like you know or just it's more lies of omission where he just doesn't fill her in on on things or what have you but i don't know it's all it's all getting to be a bit too much that it's 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 just getting to that point where it doesn't seem like whatever explanation you get is going to be is going to be good you know, mm-hmm. or good enough for you know four seasons in as to as to why exactly you know he's yeah he's, also the he's woman the playing interest. her mother is awful <laughs> is she i don't mind her i don't care for her I, it's more the the where she's like writing <laughs> talk I, I know liz is reading but like that voiceover, like not everybody's cut out to be a voiceover artist. Right. And it's not like it's a voiceover. She's sitting there, but I just like, it's very bland to me when she's quote unquote writing her letter, her journal entry. Um, I actually don't fast forward it through this show. Like enough of the show keeps me interested. It's just these little things where I'm just like, I just need something. <laughs> I need something here as opposed to uh, always like, I just need that mystery to be resolved or something. Just too much. I get I also it. really could do without uh, Mr. Kaplan's storyline. Yes. So you're not looking forward to a minute of her storyline at the end of every episode? No, well, because that's what it seems thing. like it's we're like, going to get. It. It's been more than a minute because she was throughout the episode. Yeah. Like they kept cutting to her. It was a total of a minute, which killed me. <laughs> which that's probably true, but they still kept cutting to her, which I just don't care. Like, I like her in relation to the other people. Like, I don't have any attachment to her as a character by herself. Yeah. So I don't really care about that story. I would only care about it for when she comes back. And I think I would prefer that to be a surprise. I mean, even though we know she's alive, so we kind of expect it. I still think I would prefer not to know what happens. And then she just shows back up. Yeah. And we see the fallout of it. I don't want to see whatever's happening right now because I could care less about her being stuck in this cabin with this person agreed you hear that the blacklist and the whole how is she going to get herself out of that to get to the thing that we actually want to see yeah i mean i think i think of her as being fairly like sufficient and able to do things so (laughs) and i guess maybe that's it like i don't want the mystery of how she always did what she did like revealed by us having to see how this is happening like i just want it to happen (laughs) whatever yeah but I'm I'm with you on the whole daddy issue thing. That's too many things around the show just keep getting more convoluted and less. Yes. Where at times I'm watching the show and I'm I'm interested in certain things like anytime Red is just going to pop into some random story at any given time. Those are always good moments. Uh, you know, some of the interactions between. Uh, the team, although some of those have gotten sort of annoying here recently, uh, and whatever, whatever they're tracking down that week, uh, you know, anytime Red, you know, needs to find somebody, and he goes to the guy from the DMV. In this case, right in the middle of his bowling league match, those scenes are always fun and stuff. But overall, I'm like so lost and so convoluted as to what maybe going on and who's what and and why mm-hmm. and yeah the the baby thing was a bad yeah i mean they yeah the, i don't know what resolution they can have at this point to the baby thing that i'm gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah i mean i do know what resolution but it's awful to say so i won't yeah. well even if they get i mean if they get the baby back the whole thing is so, i want my baby back baby baby baby, baby. So she's going to have she's Chili. gonna have her baby but she's still I'll be singing that next time, like in a catatonic state, just rocking back and forth, singing "Baby <laughs> Back Ribs." <laughs> Is it too late to reshot? <laughs> they really Sorry, Jason. Advice. I didn't they mean to keep advice is what they need. Finish your sentence, Jason. I, I'm just, I'm just thinking ahead as to potential things. Like, 
so she has her baby and that, you know, situation is resolved yet. Is she going to continue working and doing this job? Because the whole point was she was trying to get away to protect her baby. And yeah, this is what I'm saying. I feel like the resolution is there's only (laughs) really resolutions that can go the way they want, unless they have a definitive end to a store, like to the show itself. Guys, what we're skirting around saying is the baby should die. <laughs> I'm not saying the baby should die, but clearly something like either the baby's going to be taken away from her, she's yeah. going to have to secret it away somewhere. Like, it's very hard to come back from it too. Like yeah. all of the things that need to happen so that the so they can kind of go back to not having a baby in the situation making things difficult. Tom's going to take it to that... the other show. Yeah, <laughs> that would be okay. He can do that. <laughs> they could just have visitation every once in a while. <laughs> In a crossover. (laughs) Yes. Every five months, the baby can come for a holiday visit. (laughs) Or when they fold Brian Eggle back into the show when the series fails. (laughs) No, no. When the series fails, he's off there in that distance with the baby. Oh, that's right. He and Agnes are off on a boat somewhere (laughs) with her grandmother. Uh, Frankie. Yeah, I just don't see the... I mean... This is one of those There's things. There's no good way to get out of this, guy. That's what the, we're saying. You know, it's not in the original plan or whatever they may have had. And, yeah, I don't know. It's it's not been good. So that's our thoughts on Maybe time. Alexander Kirk will just be living off a baby blood IV forever. Yeah, you know, because there's an indefinite <laughs> supply of baby blood. <laughs> uh, well, you know. This is, the, this is the happy ending I can think of. Not Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. I thought you were going to start singing Baby Back Blood or something like that. No, gross. Baby Back Rills. Baby Back Blood. That's what Alexander Kirk is singing. Yeah, exactly. But he does it with an Eastern European accent. Oh, um, Lord. Um, Amory's reality check. <laughs> Ryan Lachey. <laughs> I'm Dancing with the Stars is a terrible act, terrible, terrible dancer. I didn't expect anything better, but it makes me a little sad because I want him to succeed because I am the world's only Ryan Locke, the apologizer. That's all I have to say about that. Well, you Project, and somebody else, but go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Project Runway. Um, I'm watching it. it's a ringing endorsement. There's no one I hate and there's no one I love yet. You know what I mean? So I really had wished... Though that it sounded like Tim Gunn was going to use his save this week and he didn't. And it made me really mad because I thought it was unfair that the guy who went home went home because he's actually a very good designer. And there are some people there. Um, Survivor. I'm loving Survivor this season because I always do. Uh, I like that we're on season 33 and it's still something new and it's still something different. And there's still super moron people in the show. And I don't know how they function. um, And I don't know how they made it to the show because they're morons. And those are the people I root for. Um, and then I don't have it on my list, but I did want to add Hell's Kitchen. I've been watching because of my old friend Johnny being on it. And I'm pleased as punched to report that by episode four, Gordon still doesn't hate him. Uh, he's making some good food. He's fighting with a lot of people and calling people names. But that's the Johnny I knew growing up. So I didn't expect anything less. Or different, and I hope he does well throughout the rest of the season. And that's all she wrote about reality. Did you guys know that um, my Mac has Siri now? Okay. Did you accidentally start Siri? Hey Siri. Can you ask it to get your email? Hey Siri. Oh, my phone responded, not my computer. I think I actually have to open Siri on the computer. FYI, my phone also is listening. That's hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's it for um, primetime and the other thing. The reality check. Reality shows. (laughs) And now it's time for TV recommendations, which I actually have one because it's a show I keep forgetting exists, but it's also one of my favorite shows on TV. Not Angel from Hell, you guys. That was canceled, sadly. But... Better, what's it called? Life in Pieces? Yeah. I literally keep forgetting it's a thing that exists. How can and then you forget? I'll, I, believe me, I'm, I'm mad at myself about it. And then I'll see a commercial and be like, oh, that's right. My favorite show from last year is coming back. Well, it's not my favorite show from last year because, like I said, Angel from Hell was canceled. It's your favorite show from last year that made it to next year. Yeah, that'll be is good. That, and is I'm that next week? The 27th? Correct. 
Yeah, it's too far away. It is too far away. And I'm also very excited because nobody told me that Bill Fickner was going to be a series regular on Mom this year. But he is. Hmm. I love Bill Fickner. I love him so much, you guys. That's my recommendations. Do you guys have any? I don't. I was trying to... I was trying to think if I had anything to recommend. I have an anti-recommendation. Well, Killjoys isn't on anymore. So you, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, well, What's your anti-recommendation? I, I'm glad you recommended something other than casual. You have a recommendation to not watch something is what you're telling me? Pretty much. Or, you know, you can, it's it's imminently skippable. You can. I've watched the first two episodes of Man with a Plan. And while bringing the new actress to, in to play his wife works better than the previous the show doesn't work any better because Liza Miller can tell that the show she doesn't know that the show stinks like Jenna Fisher could tell in the pilot that she shot yeah it's just it's not good what is a worse post okay what is a worst new show well worst show on CBS starring a friend in a bad show the odd couple man with a plan oh the odd couple is significantly better than man with a plan oh god it's sort of the same thing. As, it's basically the same thing as as Kevin can wait. You know, it's a it's a guy that's now all of a sudden, even though in this case he's not retiring from his job, he's just taking over more of the, uh, you know, taking care of the kids with his wife going back to work. But the, I don't know. Part of it is the whole premise of these shows of the the whole idea that these guys have been going off to work and literally have no idea about anything that's been happening mm-hmm. with their kids for 13 years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're idiots. Uh, it, it's such a completely uh, a bizarre thing. And then some of the, while I did like in the second episode, the addition of Kevin Nealon as his brother. Uh, I like Kevin Nealon. The other side characters, like some of the parents are just terrible. They're They're not funny. They're, I don't know, they're poorly written. Uh, just, I don't know. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> well, one of the one of them is another guy that's been staying home with his kids for like the last four years or something like that. And in one in one episode or like one little meeting, all of a sudden he's now like wants to be his you know his best friend type of thing, and is just always always there. And it it makes it makes literally no sense in the thing. But yeah, that I'm I'm just saying that's a another show you can not worry about. You can skip. And so once, well, for the most part, once, uh, I mean, once Life in Pieces and Big Bang Theory is back on Thursday night and all of that's happening over there when football uh, ends its run on CBS here this week, you can basically skip all of, (laughs) for the most part, all of the Monday comedies now. Truth. And one of the Thursday comedies. I haven't watched the revised Great Indoors or the second Great Indoors. But, I don't know. But the I first one was not good. I talked to a kid good. from it, and he's awesome, and I wanted to succeed because this kid was awesome. And I like Joel McHale, and I like his delivery of stuff. And but... I like Stephen Fry, yeah. and I actually like Chris Plus. Like, I think that the show needs better, I don't know, something. Anyway, we're now going down a whole... I am interested to watch a second episode of that one to see if it relies so heavily on the really bad humor or attempts at humor that it relied on in the first episode i would say it's highly likely outro you can find links to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 344 next week jason will be joined by mike moody from the mr robot 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 (laughs) robot Oh my god. What is happening, Amory? Next week, Jason will be joined by Mike Moody from the Mr. Robot O and TVI on Marvel Podcasts. Oh, is it Mr. Robot? Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Like Mr. Roboto. Okay. And TVI on Marvel Podcasts. And sorry, Mike, that I've butchered all of that. And Randy Lander from the Beach Cop Detectives and the TV Dudes Podcast. Does the Beach Cop Detective like lethal weapon? I asked that because Blaine Crawford's character lives near the beach. And he's a detective. It's Beach Cop Detectives. Uh, Randy's doing a, a Terriers podcast where he's going through nice. each, each episode of Terriers. I support this. And then uh, he's also, and in between having people on to talk about each individual, individual episode, he's doing interviews with uh, cast and creators and writers and, and stuff like that. He's, Donald Logue is my favorite. 
it? Yeah, he's got uh, he's he's talked with uh, Donald Logue, and he's Finnerty. He's I I think he's actually uh, interviewing Michael Raymond James today. Love that guy. Uh, for, Love that guy for a future episode, and he's you know he'll have had all of. Uh, the creators and stuff like that by the end of it. It's actually really, if you, if you have any, I've recommend, I actually recommended the beach cop detectives terriers podcast a few episodes back, but if you have any like for that show at all, if you were a fan of that show, this is a great behind the scenes look at how it got put together and you know, what may have went wrong as to why people didn't grab onto it at the time and, and stuff. But so far the interviews have all been really interesting. I love the behind the scenes stuff as to how, how things came together, how people came up with ideas for things and, and all that stuff. But, um, and also I will be on the set plural of every Chicago show, all four of them, all four of them. And I'm going to go to the brewery that's there, which is also exciting. Just hoping that Jesse Spencer and I get to have some face time and that I get to hang out with John Patrick or Patty Pfluger indefinitely forever and ever amen and and say hi to kurt i mean obviously (laughs) we're gonna eat nachos and hang out in his basement like we did the last time but and then we're gonna also order every let me just redo the appetizers i gotta go back to it (laughs) my mom is calling me she can wait because i'm not off the phone yet just like kevin don't don't equate my mother with kevin can wait Oh, Lord. Kevin can wait. This website takes forever to load. Just know that there is a spinach and artichoke dip. There is fried ravioli. There is mozzarella sticks. There is garlic monkey bread. You guys know what monkey bread is, right? Well, this one's garlic monkey bread, and they have fried shrimp, and they have calamari, and they have hummus, and they have all these things that I want, and I'm going to eat them all. And so I'm going to eat only lettuce and celery and water until Saturday. Because <laughs> um, that's healthy. All right. Anyway. On that note, my hot breath of a dog needs to go outside, apparently. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, all right. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Note, I have hit the record button, so (laughs) Henry, say something. Hello. And Ray. Something. Should I say Wonder Twins activate? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Don't get me started. (laughs) <laughs> i swear to god you guys um okay hello and welcome to tv times three episode 344 on this episode we've got some cancellation and renewal news and then we'll start to discuss- nope hang on i thought about it ray did you actually say something to make sure you were recording yes i said something <laughs> okay. i'm gonna start again <laughs> hello <Hi>. and welcome <laughs> Uh, Hello, welcome to TV Times 3, episode 344.